Hey, and welcome to another episode of Jane Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And uh, what have you been up to, Jason? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. I'm old, so I don't want to do anything. You just anymore. don't do anything. Yeah, I'm like people are like, "Hey, Jason, let's go do things." I'm like, fuck you. They're, it's just it's hard to do when the alternative is not doing things. No, it's so much better. Not doing things is awesome. I think that was when I realized. Cause like my birthday this year, everybody was like, "Jace, let's go party," and I was like, "No, I want to smoke weed and watch movies. That's what I want to do. <laughs> it's the daily routine." Yeah, and like like one person came over and did that with me. Even the, other than that, they were just like, "Oh, we're just gonna sit here and watch movies." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's all I want to do." It's man. my birthday. I don't want to like. Cause they were talking about like going to Hollywood and like. Uh-oh. Because then I you have to deal with parking. It's awful. And... <laughs> it's awful. And, uh-huh. like, yeah, like, the dudes there were are awful. Mm-hmm. The girls there, they're great for some reasons. <laughs> but other than that... <laughs> they're not, like, a deep well. Of... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, they're not... If you talk to them, they'll disappoint you. Let's just say that. There's and, a reason why clubs are popular. Yes, what, those yeah. girls are to be seen, not heard. As um, are a lot of the guys in clubs, I guess. Absolutely. No, it's, <laughs> just, equal, it's equal opportunity. Yeah, it's like a whole location for people who suck to talk to. Yes. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> like, they got that CK bit where he's just like... The girl at the bar, like, you know, hey, what do you do? People want to fuck me. <laughs> oh, really? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> you can get through life that way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> at least for a while. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I'm not... What about you, Ron? What have you done? Like, um, how, how was Harry Potter in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing? We went to a preview event for the Hogwarts... Or the uh, Harry Potter... Wizarding World of Harry Potter, as they call yeah. it. Universal. It's really cool. It's, Damn. uh... Like, I know you're you're not really... You don't really care either way. I would have gone, though, if I didn't have to work. Yeah. But. Like, it's... it's If you're, like, a fan of all that stuff, it's really impressive. Like, mm-hmm. it, a lot of theme parks, you know, you, you get, like, just whatever reference to things <laughs> onto shops as they can do. But, like, since Harry Potter's, like, got all these in-world, like... Like, like Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade and all these places where there are shops and restaurants and, like, cool little things that are, like, magical, but, you know, whatever. Like, they basically recreated a lot of that. Like, so it looks like it does in the movies. You can go in and get, like, there. there's this huge candy shop with all sorts of great stuff that's, you know, named after the one in the books or Honey yeah. Dukes. And you've got, like, a tavern. So it, it looks like a big English pub. It's just It looks just like the one in, like, the third movie. And you can get like butter beers, which are like these, they're like butterscotch soda type drinks that are like foamier and stuff, but mm. really good. And um, then, then like one of the rides is like this kind of cool 3D ride. Like they, they do them in a lot of those parks these days where like, because they don't take much, uh, that much room, but they're still like kind of throw ride esque things where like you're moving around a little thing, watching like a screen. Oh, I hate those rides. Yeah, this one though is like it's like a hybrid. So like you have parts where you're doing that where you're in three D glasses staring at this thing and it's moving you around, but then it'll actually move you down a track into other areas and oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. And like it'll flip you onto your back at times and like do other stuff. Mm. It's it's kinda neat, but like there's a huge ass line for it, even at this employee event. Like once it opens it's gonna be nuts. But, like, the line was sort of kind of okay because it also takes you through Hogwarts, like, the school from the Harry Potter movies. So you're seeing all these things that, like, you know, it makes it feel like you're actually walking through the building, which, like, for fans is really cool. Like, they've got all these statues and references and things to, like, small elements of the books and like you walk through the hall of paintings and they got all the moving painting things talking to you (laughs) they've got like you go through dumbledore study and they have like this effect thing where it looks like dumbledore's in the balcony and stuff and it's it's really cool they did a great job with it it's sick it's only so big because it's still just like a little corner of universal so it's just like hogsmeade and hogwarts and that's pretty much it like it's not like a whole lot of real estate but it's really really worth checking out when it opens up if you're into that kind of thing sure like great fan service oh i would have totally gone if i didn't have to work I yeah would, I would, i'm always into new experiences and stuff yeah because i've only seen the first two movies yeah and those are the worst ones yeah they get a lot better damn but all right. yeah i didn't mind them Maybe yeah they're okay yeah they're decent kids movies the yeah. first two like the first one's really long but like 
it's pretty much a direct adaptation from the book. Like, yeah. they throw practically everything from that book into that movie. Yeah. And uh, the second one is a little... They take a few more liberties, but it's still, like, just kind of too long, a little kiddy at times. Then, like, the third one is Alfonso Cuaron doing it, who did, like, Children of Men and Gravity. Mm. And, like, that dude can just direct the shit out of anything. Mm. So, like, he, he really gives it its own vibe and feel, right. and it's much better. And then... Uh, fourth one's not bad, and the fifth through the eighth are, like, the same guy doing it, and he has, like, a really good feel for it, like, the, just the right tone or balance between, like, darkness and, like, kind of fun and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, they get a lot better. Like, nice. the first two are not as good as the rest. But, yeah, yeah, last few weeks have been kind of crazy, because we had, like, Reba's uh, friend's daughter hang- staying with us for ten days uh, out of town, and... Just the daughter? Yeah, just the daughter. Because oh, okay. it's really fun at first, but, yeah. right? Because, like, kids are just, like, full of energy and adorable and hilarious and stuff. And then, like, the more it goes on, the more it's just like, what do you do? Like, Reba, Reba was here the whole time. Like, she took work off. Uh, whereas, like, I at least was going in a few days a week to, you know, do stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at first it's, like, really cool. And then eventually it's, like, if it's your own kid, it's easy to just, like, you know, tell them know about stuff and then it's fine and if they're upset then it's like whatever it's my kid but then like when it's <laughs> when it's someone else's kid then you don't want to like make them really upset say some fucked and, up shit like, right nobody loves you <laughs> well, no. but like reba reba <laughs> bought like a ton of gifts for this kid and like candy and all sorts of stuff when she arrives so she's having a great time and like over time she was probably getting a little more homesick so, like, she was getting more easily bummed out at little things, like, it, so, like, I think the thing that broke Reba, which was a very, very small thing, it was one of those where it had just been building, like, all sorts of other stuff had been building, Yeah. and she, uh, the girl didn't like, or she tried a pancake Reba made for her, and she goes, this isn't to my taste. <laughs> so, like, I told Reba, I'm like, oh, at that point, you just say, well, that's too bad. That's what we made. We won't make them again, but yeah. that's what's there. But Reba, like, made a new meal and was, like, going nuts and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, just, just like, she didn't know how to process being homesick. So, like, there'd be moments in movies. Who, Reba or the kid? The, the kid. kid. So, like, there were little moments where she'd let that through, but mostly she was pretty, pretty okay. Nice. Uh, at five, though, like, kids, it's... They at least this kid. I don't know if all kids, but sure. uh, it's kind of hard for them to just entertain themselves. Like mm. even like like it, if she were going off to draw, like because she likes drawing little things, she'd still finish you know every couple minutes and like show us, and then immediately draw something else and show us. So like you have to be engaged there. Mm-hmm. And like if you watch a movie, which to me is like oh we watch a movie or the kids in front of a TV show, that's okay. That's like a break. But, like, it's just constant questions about every yeah. little thing in the movie. Like, even if she's seen it. Like, we watched Princess Bride three times while the kid's in town. But it's still, like, at the beginning of the movie, every time... Like, you've seen Princess Bride, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, when Wesley leaves, and she'd go... Who's Wesley? Wesley is the farmhand boy who becomes the Dread Pirate Robert. Oh, like gotcha. The, the main character. Oh, okay, yeah. Carrie Ells. Yeah. 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 So, uh, at, when he leaves, she, she goes is she ever going to see him again? <laughs> it's like, we, we watched the movie yesterday, and <laughs> that's the movie. <laughs> but, oh God. but it's funny. That's just what kids uh, are like. Yeah, I don't think I could ever be a dad. I think I think we've established that. Yeah, they say you get used to it, but I think part of it, too, is just like, if they're around all the time, then, you know, when they do that, it's like, it's okay. Or Like, like to me, I, I, I like the idea that when kids ask questions, you know, you try to answer them honestly and a lot so that they learn, right? Yeah. But what you don't get not being a parent or not being around a kid for a long time is that they don't really learn when you say things. Like, every once in a while, something will sink in. But, like, most of the time, it's just you're going to have to repeat one ear, all yeah. of that. One ear out the other. It's yeah. Like CK's got that great bit about... Our goldfish died, and yeah. like, my daughter was like, "Why did he die, Daddy? Oh, come on! Because who gives a shit? That's why he died." <laughs> but yeah, it's it. It was it was fun. We did a lot of fun things. We uh we went to the zoo one day, which like I I had sympathy for my parents when like I remember going to parks and zoos and things where <laughs> I would be like, "Oh, I'm so tired of walking," but like. 
like to me it was like oh we've been walking all day and maybe maybe we had i don't know my memory is of being a little kid or maybe a little skewed but uh going in like we hadn't seen an animal yet like we'd gotten through the parking lot and the gate and started to turn left like at the first thing of the la zoo and she goes I'm so tired of walking. Can we? It's like no, no. This is going for a while. See, so, yeah, I definitely couldn't be a dad, be a, too much of a wise ass. Like, you've been a smoker for twenty years. Like, what the? <laughs> I've got that on you. Yeah. Okay. No, but you know, <laughs> and like I take that as code as like the kid really just wants a piggyback ride. Like, yeah. it, after a while, sure. But like at that point, it's like ah, eh, she just knows that if she complains about it, she'll, she'll she won't have to walk as much. <laughs> and and uh, we went to Disneyland, which is is Dis- Disneyland. Like she got kind of tired, or I think she saw like the Evil Queen peeking out from the blinds of like the Snow White ride a few times, and it kind of scared her. <laughs> she didn't want to be around that long, so like we saw a bunch of princesses and things, and yeah. then took off. So Disneyland is not as fun with a kid. You'd think it would be more fun with a kid, not as fun with a kid. Uh, Ad- California Adventure was all right though. We got we did a lot more over there. Yeah, I don't know. That was pretty much our time. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to do, but yeah, oh, like please say I have no children out there, please God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it it really it does make you appreciate having a job a bit, <laughs> just so you have breaks from everything. You can you know go to work and you're not like you're not like engaged all the time with a kid. It, but then when you come back, then you know you're you're at home, but then you have that responsibility too. It's just you have to have that balance. Otherwise, it would probably drive you crazy. Yeah, but yeah. Oh God, Ross, Ross, no. <laughs> this is scaring you. Huh? Yeah. But yeah, again, like <laughs> you know, great kid, adorable yeah. kid, but you know, just one of those where ten days is a lot. Yeah. So you start to uh, start to feel like a parent must feel yeah. <laughs> after a while. Oh God. <laughs> Pretty much just what you're telling me is wear condoms and buy birth control and <laughs> yeah. plan B and all that wonderful planned stuff. Planned Parenthood is called Planned Parenthood because you should plan for these things. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be surprised with But yeah. Oh, God. But, you know, just believe in Jesus and yeah. you know, he'll, he's got a plan for everything. <laughs> that's just, that's my birth control method. <laughs> that is not a proven effective plan for birth control. Nope, not at all. But it's in the Bible, and that's okay. You do you. That's okay. (laughs) But yeah, other things over the last few weeks, I mean, politically everything's just continuing. Oh yeah, we're all fucked. Yeah, it's just a dumpster fire. Uh, Well, Donald Trump's going to be the next president, so... I'm still still holding that. I don't think he'll be next president. I think he'll get the Republican nomination, but I don't know. I hope not. Two months from now... (laughs) I just, I, I don't get, like, I don't get all the people who are like, well, Trump's not good, but at least he's not Hillary Clinton. It's like, okay, I'm not the biggest Hillary supporter, but, like, really? Yeah. Like, the comparison of those, like, well, you know, Hitler's not great, but at least he's not Obama. <laughs> like, it's like, come on. No, yeah, that's my favorite argument is the people that keep saying about like socialism to Hitler, and it's like those yeah. don't even. Though that's a loose interpretation, yeah. or a loose connection at best. I chimed in on that one of yours <laughs> yeah. where that one guy had gone off on it. It's like, well, but if you want Bernie Sanders, he's like a Nazi, you know, or he's a socialist just like Hitler. And like I just wrote that thing where it's like, well, that's completely untrue, actually. You know, <laughs> Hitler was a fascist dictator, and that has nothing to do with it. Uh, Really, if you want to make a comparison, you'd compare it to Stalin, who was a communist and was a dictator. But even that's not really a fair comparison because the communist is like the extreme end of socialism, not not just the idea of having social systems. And he's a democratic socialist, which is the opposite of what uh, Stalin and the communists in Russia did. Uh, they overthrew the czar and put themselves in power. Mm-hmm. Like there was no election for that. That's what it was, so it's not really a fair comparison anyway. And the right. Hitler thing applies a lot more to Donald Trump and the way that he tried to rally the nation against a minority group to uh, scapegoat all the problems and like yeah. <laughs> use people's racism and hatred and unhappiness with the current situation to uh, come into yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Uh, no, yeah, you, you, you definitely 
put him in his place, but <laughs> like, it's not an easy thing to do. He didn't reply. Like, yeah. uh, usually when you do that, they reply to something like, well, uh, blah, blah, blah. like, they, they just get mad. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he just didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he probably at least listened. And, like, he, <laughs> like and I've talked to him about it, too, because, like, yeah. he has that kind of attitude, too. He's just like, I just think. Because he doesn't like any of the candidates, yeah. but he thinks Trump is the least of the evils. Yeah, so which, I'm just like, just amazing. Yeah, me, which but. is weird to me. Which and like and like because I talk to everybody. I love I love people with or love. No, I don't know if I love the people in general, <laughs> but I love talking to people in general because I'd like to understand yeah, where they're coming from. Me too. And he's big on like you know busting your ass and making a lot of money, which he did. Yeah. Like, he's the guy who came from right. bankruptcy to now makes 300k want... a year busting his ass. And that's great. And, like, it, I know that a lot of fiscal conservatives look at that and, like, they're like, yeah, that's what I want to protect. I want to make it so when I'm successful, I'm not, like, taxed up the ass for yeah. all this money I worked really hard for. But what they don't understand is that over time it's becoming more and more impossible for somebody to do that. And, like, the very practices that they want to stand for, you know, by, like, over-rewarding corporations and cutting taxes for them is, like, that's the same kind of thing that's making it impossible for the people who are coming from nothing now right. to raise up. It's yeah. You just can't do it right now. Uh, and well, it's going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, I think, yeah, it's going to get worse. And the quote that I always quote to these people whenever uh, Kevin Spacey has a new acting class yeah uh, the master class you've probably seen it on Facebook like advertising yeah and like they were they asked him they, they said something like you've done really well in this business he's like yeah and when you're successful this is why I'm doing this seminar like, yeah because they're like you're fucking house of cards you're a two-time academy award winner yeah why are you doing why are you teaching <laughs> like yeah and he just goes I think it's my responsibility when you're the when you're at the top to send the elevator back down. Yeah. And this is me se- sending the elevator back down. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, uh, like, if you believe that this is the land opportunity that America is all about, people being able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and work hard and be successful no matter what, then yeah, you want to provide for that. Sure. You want to keep that environment. I like that ideal. Yeah. I do. I really do. I don't want free shit. Yeah. Everywhere. Like, you know, like, yeah. even though, even though, like, if it, if I could vote for any of the presidential candidates right now, I'd vote for Bernie. Yeah. I would. I would, too. And, um, but I don't, but then everybody's like, yo, you want free shit? Or my other favorite meme is, you want to go protest a Trump route? Oh, yeah, we have jobs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and you're going to have to, if Trump gets into office, you're going to have to probably work another 20 hours on top of the fucking 40 to 60 you already work. Yeah. Because he's going to fucking slash taxes for the rich probably boost up your taxes not raise minimum wage yeah he's going to do whatever is best for himself yeah as like a wealthy business owner and inflation's gonna keep going like this 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 and yeah. wages are gonna keep going like this 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 <laughs> for those listening jason is doing a thumbs up way up or you know as wages or not for wages but as inflation goes up but wages stay mm-hmm. well in yeah. all fairness if you don't know then you need at least basic economics. Like, yeah. I know shit about economics, but you've seen inflation go up once a month. Like, yeah. And wages have gone up maybe three times in the last 20 years. That That's one of those things that, like, I at least sort of sympathize with some of the argument against raising, like, the minimum wage, where people talk about how, like, okay, you can raise the minimum wage, but all that's going to do is cause inflation to rise anyway. It's not like that's going to fix the problem. Things will just go up in cost because businesses then have to pay their employees more. And to a degree, yes, but, like, if you look at just the minimum wage versus, like, the average cost of living right now, it's more skewed than it's ever been. Like, versus the 90s, minimum wage... But they make it, like, raising the minimum wage is just going to... If they Devastate don't do it, if right. they or that, or if they don't do it, then wages or prices won't go up. It's like the, I yeah. can't tell you how many times, and it's like it's little. It's always little shit. So like, yeah. because it's just enough to where people won't be pissed. Yeah. So oh, it's only a quarter here. Oh, it's only fifty cents there. Oh, it's a dollar here. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's like once you keep adding all that shit together, it's like God damn. Yeah. I spent sixty to seventy dollars more than I did last month. 
Right. On all these dollar purchases here, dollar fifty there, fifty cents there. It's like God damn. It adds up really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just quickly adds uh, snowballs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if 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 businesses would just be like fucking, just like this is the price. Fuck you. I think I'd respect <laughs> that. <laughs> but no, they always go oh because of blah, 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 blah. yeah. And I mean, again, to be fair, like everything rises like their costs are going up too because whatever else but but yeah it's it's i don't know it's tough i don't know how you combat inflation really like other than (laughs) other than try to keep things steady and don't just print a bunch more money debt maybe i don't fucking know i can't solve that problem (laughs) but I, i do think that like it's important to the country that people who worked full time on a minimum wage can at least live. At least live. That's yeah. all we're asking. Yeah, to live. Yeah, like that. That doesn't seem like too yeah. much. Oh, dude, I knew people that worked at Target. They were homeless. Yeah, yeah, that's we're fucked just, up. And yeah. and like I love when the ar- the argument that I love best about that is well, those jobs aren't for people to live off anyway. Those are for teenagers and things just learning. No. It's like. Yeah, ideally, like, it's not like people who are working minimum wage are like, you know what, I think I'm going to go for a minimum wage job. Like, I could be working here for this much, right. but I'd much rather work a shitty job well, for less money. And even, but that's the thing, with, like, the job I had at Target, you mm-hmm. had to be 18 to work there. Yeah. That's not yeah. a teenager. Yeah, that's true. That's an adult. Was that minimum wage? Hmm? That wasn't minimum wage. It wasn't though, minimum right? wage, yeah. but still, but even so, min- yeah, because let's be honest. Okay. Not that I far, make but... I make about what fit, about what they want to raise it to, and it's still not enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I made I think eleven there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and and it's also like a lot of people talk about that. You know, in like from Kansas, for instance, mm-hmm. Kansas, you can get by on eleven an hour, sure. full time because it's way cheaper to live there. If you're in a city like L.A. or like God forbid New York. Then you right. you really can't on that like yeah. even even at like twenty an hour it's hard to get by in L A mm-hmm. like that that's just how it is here yes yeah. hard yeah <laughs> but uh, otherwise yeah we talked a lot more about that than I expected yeah, but uh, we bullshit that's yeah, how we do yeah but uh, there's also the Supreme Court nomination today I don't even have the guy's name on record right now I did a little bit of research into him. He's supposedly, like, a really well-respected justice, but uh, he's well-liked on both sides. Republicans have pushed for him to be nominated before, uh, but, of course, because of the stand still on that, that's probably not going to happen. They're going (laughs) to proclaim that he's, like, a hardcore liberal just because Obama's doing it, and they want to wait to uh, elect a—or not elect, but uh, what's the word— Wait to nominate. nominate a extremely conservative person with the Trump presidency that they're hoping for, or really the the Ted Cruz one that they're hoping for, but the Trump one they would probably get if they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're just uh, that's my political stand. We're all fucked, and uh, <laughs> it's all getting worse. Yeah. Are you gonna move out of the country if Trump wins? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So the Reba's like, I'm seriously thinking if that happens. <laughs> We should figure out a place to go. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, I Grant, it'll That's... probably be just as bad as it was under Bush. I don't think it'll be apocalyptic. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it would be worse than Bush. Really? Yeah, because like Bush, Bush also took a lot of orders from Cheney, basically, or he listened to Cheney on a lot of things where really Cheney just wanted to profit because he owned yeah. oil Oh, yeah, but that's what, that's why I think... That's, it'd be like if Cheney were actually president and yeah. he was more of an asshole than he is. Right. And a little more blatant about being an asshole and less worried about public reception. Right. And that that's a little worse. Not a lot worse, but a little worse. Yeah. I mean, shit. I don't know. I don't, I'm probably not gonna move anywhere. Yeah. Because it all, I mean, even with all the dog shit presidents we've had ever. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's weird. It's Maybe Bill Hicks was right. My person on the left shares my views. Person on the right shares my views. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's that simple, though. It, like, I think, I think things are definitely more broken than they've been in the past. Yeah, maybe you're right. But the political process is more broken than it's been in the sure. past. Sure. I'll give you that, but I don't know. Uh-huh. And where do you go? I think everywhere sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there, 
it's hard to say. Like, America, I do feel, with all of its problems, is one of the best countries in the world, yeah. if not the best. Uh, but, but yeah, to, so under a Trump presidency, or if, you know, if they really start doing things like pushing new libel laws so that you essentially can't say anything about anyone, like mm. how Trump wants, like he really wants to silence anybody who has an opinion on him, right. that really worries me. That yeah. you'd have a president who's essentially anti-First Amendment, yeah. while wanting all those rights himself. Like right. wanting to lock it down with anyone else, and just seeing all the things that happened in like Kansas City and uh, with the protesters and stuff, like you saw that yeah, where yeah. It, basically the KC police worked as his hit squad and went to people who are like way way back, not even doing anything, and sprayed him with a bunch of pepper spray from a horse, and then tried to act like, oh, we only broke out the pepper spray for like two unruly individuals when there's like video proof of what they did and how bad it is. It's like, this, no, this is pretty bad. (laughs) The system is in place for this guy. I mean, in all fairness, Donald Trump just needs to die. (laughs) And, um, like, like, America, I'm just going to say right here, if he gets assassinated, let's throw a party. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, is that too harsh? No, no. You can't be a bag of shit your whole life and then die and then like, oh my God, it's, it's a tragedy. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you about not regretting death. Yeah, <laughs> but, he's a he's a bag of shit. But yeah, I, he <laughs> just needs to get out of there. Like so. I, I, I really I hope that in an actual election election where it's not just Republicans voting for someone that he wouldn't be the winner. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm trying to stay optimistic yeah. that he will not. Yeah, but every day it's eroding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every oh, yeah. day I. If you had asked me six months ago if Trump could have been president, I would have been like, hell no. Of yeah. course not. People aren't that stupid. But no, people are really... There are there are more stupid people than I expected. Yeah. Like, I knew like, there were a lot. <laughs> I have very thin hope on humanity. Like, it's hanging on by a very thin thread. I think this might... If, this might be if Trump wins... The last thread. That might it's be like, just right. the thing that broke... Our time is done. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we had a good run, you know, like Uh fucking however many years humans existed. (laughs) Not we don't deserve we don't deserve anything anymore. We're over. (laughs) It's time to just call it a wrap. I'll definitely get a vasectomy if I can. If Trump's president, I'll do that. I don't want to. I'm not bringing kids to a Trump presidency. That's awful. (laughs) Why would you do that? That's just oh god. That's well, what their first introduction to life is. <laughs> that's that's rough. At least at least they probably won't remember it that well. Fair um, enough. Unless he's a two term president. Yeah, if he's two term oh president, then they're gonna have memories yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like the first president I remember was Clinton. Right. Like I don't remember the oh. two years of my life under Reagan. Really. Yeah. So I don't remember Reagan. I don't remember Bush either at all. Any I don't. I mean, there. I kind of remember briefly the like i remember dan quayle more than george bush <laughs> yeah because i remember he was always pissed off about cop killer i, I do remember that i, shit. I saw a uh, a great tweet from kamal nanjiani about that he's like remember how every when dan quayle misspelled the word potatoes everybody was like god what an idiot and now like our presidential or the republican front runner misspells words all the time and tweets to millions of people every day and nobody yeah. gives a shit Jesus. like that's how political discourse has changed right or just like or just like my favorite quote from trump is i i went to the best schools i have the best words <laughs> They are yours now? Yeah. yeah. They're just like, they're the greatest words. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Yeah. So we're just all fucked. We're yep. all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep tight, America. Yeah. Uh, and other things we missed, uh, there were the Oscars, which we didn't even end up talking about beforehand, which, you know, we usually do, but... Uh, have, we, have we done one? We did last year. I mean, I say we usually no, no, do. Did we do a podcast since that's happened, though? No, not since it aired. Okay. But we didn't do one like before or anything. We didn't make our guesses on here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I. Well, the Oscars are kind of. It's so <laughs> political, just like politics. It, it shouldn't be, but it so. totally is. Although, uh, to jump into things, I think it's cool that Mark Rylance won Best Supporting Actor and apparently didn't like campaign at all. 
Interesting. Yeah, like, everybody thought it was going to be Stallone. He was out there. People love him. He shook hands, which is an insane thing to say about somebody up for an acting award. But, like, he was trying to put himself out there. And Mark Rylance, who was really great in a role in a movie that didn't have as much fanfare, maybe, didn't really, like, people weren't, people really weren't pushing for it, and he won. No. You can do this. You can win awards based on merit without campaigning for it. Right. Which is great. Uh, It makes me uh, feel better about the industry. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, obviously. Not very much, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, Other big thing was Spotlight won Best Picture, which nobody was really expecting. A lot of people were expecting The Revenant. Um, I was glad about that, too. Yeah? I, I felt Revenant was really overrated. Yeah, like, I, I was kind of disappointed with Revenant as well. Yeah, it's not it's not a terrible movie, but it's definitely not like the best thing I saw this year. Yeah, almost anything else on the best picture list, I thought was a better movie than uh, the Revenant. Yeah, I'll give you that for sure. Yeah, but you know, it still won uh, plenty of awards. It got I mean, granted, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I actually did pretty good this year. I saw everything but Brooklyn. I saw everything but Big Short. I still need to see Big Short. Big Short's great. I'm yeah. actually glad Adam McKay won. Yeah. For it, writing. Yeah. I've heard it's a really good script. Everybody was predicting that would win on writing, which is yeah. kind of kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's really fucking... <laughs> Steve Carell's great in that movie. Yeah. I was surprised he got... I'm surprised Christian Bale got nominated over uh, really? Steve Carell, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Because Steve Carell steals the show, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. There's a scene where he's just like... His bosses are getting all mad at him, and like his mm-hmm. like coworkers, like what should I do? He goes, okay, just don't panic. I want you to go in there and very politely and very calmly tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I just, I want to see that one. Like it wasn't an intentional thing where I'm like Hi, I'm gonna see everything but Big Short. Fuck that movie. Like I I really like Adam McKay. Yeah, but I just never got around to seeing it. And, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio won for best actor, like everybody expected and wanted. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I love, I, I love Leo, but just yeah. like the people, yeah, like girls were like, I'm just so relieved he won. Yeah, like man, it, his like, life was so fine. Hard. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's great. Okay, he's doing okay. That like <laughs> my buddy called it. He's like, like dude. That dude left a, a Victoria's Secret model for another Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. His dick is plateaued. Like, he can't get any better. Uh, like, his yeah. sex life is plateaued. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless a Martian comes from, like, the third realm of fucking the universe and blows him. <laughs> or whatever is that next level yeah that's that's above Victoria's Secret model yeah or the 70th <laughs> realm, realm or I don't know <laughs> I like that but, uh, like or whatever uh-huh. he's he's seen it all it's yeah. like he's fine yeah he's, he's doing okay yeah um you know he before then he just had to deal with yeah the Victoria's Secret models or just whoever in the world <laughs> yeah you know, like yeah hooking up with that night and, uh, you know, bi- billions, millions and millions of dollars. Oh, it's a dude, very nice estate. If, like, let's let's be honest. If your girlfriend left you for Leonardo DiCaprio in 1997, you can't even be mad. You're just like, well, all right. The dude was <laughs> Romeo and then Titanic. Okay? Like, yeah. what's what do you got? Yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you, yeah. Like, well, I'm middle management. Well, you know, I got a Trans Am. Like, get, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you just can't <laughs> compete with that. Come on. So yeah, I I didn't feel bad for the guy, but and I don't I don't think Revenant's his best work. Like yeah. you know, it was probably the conditions were harsh, but you could say that about a number of movies, right? right. Like you could say you that, could that say about that Mad about the Max. And, Mad yeah, Max. And Mad Max is one where it was especially like hell to shoot that. Yeah. Which is why like the whole Revenant argument for why his best picture is just how hard it was. It's like well. Mad Max is just as hard. Like, out in the desert, everybody's miserable and hot. It was a long-ass shoot. It had all sorts of troubles. But, like, it's an amazing movie. And, right. Or at least for what it is. It's just... I, I think a lot of people wouldn't have voted for that anyway, just because it's, like, an action movie. It's not, like... It's not important the way that 
But the Revenant is not either. The Revenant is like a story that happened to one dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even like it's based on a true story or whatever, but it's not really. Did anybody know who the real dude was before Leonardo DiCaprio? (laughs) No. And just from what I understand, like the story. If James Spader was that character, would anybody give a shit? Like (laughs) it was like a lifetime movie? No. Or if if Alejandro (laughs) Gonzalez Inarito hadn't won. Best director last year and best picture would anybody have cared? Yeah. Probably not. Like it's it's not as powerful as the Man of Steam. But of the, of the ones nominated, I think Spotlight was a pretty good pick. I like that movie a lot. Okay, for sure. And, uh, it was. I, I couldn't argue with Revenant winning cinematography at great cinematography. Yeah, and, I'll give uh, that. Yeah, it, no, it, it was, was well shot. Directed. It was very well shot and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. beautiful like, film. Like how it was shot. Yeah, it was just like it was just so slow. <laughs> it was it was like half an hour too long at least. Yeah. Uh, I thought and it was cool to see Alicia Vikander win. Yeah, Wait, it just be, I haven't seen that movie, but she's the uh, android in uh, Ex Machina. Ah. and I'm like, oh cool, she had a hell of a year. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knew who she was a year ago. Now she's an Oscar winner, and she has like kind of a cult favorite role. So. Yeah, and that one best visual effects Ex Machina nice. did, which is really cool. Nobody saw that coming, really, but yeah. they did a really great job in that movie. Yeah, like, uh, a producer, like, a big. T- I was talking to a producer the other day who, like, works at Paramount, mm-hmm. and he was talking, like, I still am not 100% sure how they got her costume, because, like, yeah. that part with, like, her skull, yeah, where her skull is the fucking yeah. thing, he was just like... There's a lot of visual effects. He's like, I'm or, not... Or, like... I, like I can de- debunk pretty much any special effect or CGI or whatever you throw at me. Yeah. But that one, I'm still figuring. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was on a fraction of the budget of the other yeah. movies. Like the fact that it beat out Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which has all the money in the world that you want to throw at it. Like that, this small little movie, uh, really about the Turing test, is like the best visual effects. Is awesome. That's yeah. so cool. They they had to have been just thrilled about it. Um, I was a little surprised Mad Max won like every single technical award. <laughs> All right. Like it, you know, it, it was really well done in a lot of ways. But I was a little surprised, like costume design even, mm. and like makeup was good. But like it won makeup, it won, uh, it won both sound awards, which I think it deserved, and uh, it, it just cleaned up in technical awards. They just no. don't like giving those to. Uh... <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It is funny where, like, a lot of people... I mean, granted, argument. okay, the acting wasn't amazing. Yeah, it was fine. It was like, fine. there was nothing I'll give, out of place. I, the, okay, Academy, I'll give you that. Yeah. You know, but... But, um, yeah, it, it's... A lot of people were talking about, they're like, okay, so you look at these, and it it's clearly the best made movie of the year. Like, that's what you're saying. Yeah. On a technical level, every aspect of this was, like, the best of the year. Yet it's not the best movie of the year. Right. <laughs> like, why is that? Well, and that's, but, the th- that's the one problem I have about Spotlight, is that I don't think it won anything else. It didn't. It, it won uh, Best Original Screenplay. Okay. Which is, that's kind of incredible Original? To yeah. It won original? Yeah, it was an original. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's based on a true story, but it yeah. wasn't adapted from a particular... Anything. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a book or anything first. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's a really good screenplay. Yeah, but, it, was, it was a great flick. But, but it's very rare that you see a movie win Best Picture on the strength of the screenplay alone, which is kind of what it's suggesting. Yeah. Unless you want to take into account Ensemble 2, because yeah, the, everyone's you... very good in that movie. Sure. It's, there's not necessarily a standout role, but everybody's very good. Mm-hmm. And... And like I think the direction was really strong too. It wasn't as showy as something like The Revenant, but in its restraint, it was really powerful. Well, in all fairness, my favorite movie isn't even on there, so whatever. What is yours right now? I know I, you've gone back and forth. I mean, granted, there's, it was actually a pretty good year for movies, but it was. The Martian would be up there. It, that's probably my favorite of the movies that are nominated. Yeah, Martian's really good. Um, uh, Trumbo, though, you were saying. I think Trumbo is my favorite, your favorite movie. Is that one that's grown on you with repeat viewings, and you think? I think so. And then, I know you liked it and at then first. Creed. It's, yeah. it's one of those two. Yeah, I still need to see both of those. No, Creed's, Creed's incredible, and yeah. Trombo's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, so then I'd put and then I'd put The Martian at three. Mm-hmm. I'd probably put The Big Short at four. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, Room or Spotlight for that last fifth one. Yeah, Room was good. Yeah, that was one of those where 
like I feel like just having seen the trailer, it kind of told me more than I should have known about the movie going in. Because mm-hmm. like I already knew that partway through or about midway through, they get out of the room. Yeah, and and like that scene where the kid gets out or like the mm-hmm. truck, the whole that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Like that, like so good. Like there are a lot of really well done things in that movie, but I kind of felt like the second half, like it, it just. There was nothing about it that really surprised me. And, I mean, that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Like, you can do that well, but it's just, like, it was played out pretty much exactly how I would think it would, and there wasn't that much. Well, they, there was some weird shit. The William H. Macy thing was... That was that was really interesting. Just Nothing... Nothing just, comes from it, really. Yeah, it's just, like, you had all this... What you, It was, like, this big setup for no delivery. I was okay. I was okay with it, though. Yeah. I kind of like those small moments sometimes where, like, it makes it feel like there's a lot more here, there's a lot more going on in the world than maybe it's focused on. Like, it, but, I don't know. That, it was weird, because they never fully explained why yeah. why they are the way they are, why they feel that way. But it's the movie so much from that kid's point of view that yeah. sometimes they don't get away from those. Sure. But, but, yeah, it was good, but I wouldn't... I also, like, I don't think my pick would have been a best picture nominee. I don't know what it I'm not 100% sure what I'd say, but I've been feeling Anomalisa, honestly. Damn. Anomalisa or Mad Max. It would be one of those two, yeah. probably. Because Ma- both of those are movies where like Mad Max is going to be kind of a future classic. Like people are going to look back on that movie and remember that movie. Mm-hmm. Like as good as Spotlight is, most people aren't going to remember Spotlight a few years from now. It's not like something that's going right. to go down in like the canon of great films. Uh, Mad Max is something that's going to be a landmark movie, and, and Anomalisa won't be a landmark movie necessarily, but it's going to be one of those. It's going to be something people come back to over and over and over again, and something that people discover. And it it it's, it's just it's yeah, it's so completely unlike any other movie I've ever seen that I I want the recognition there. And I was like, as much as I liked Inside Out, I was a little bummed that it beat Anomalisa. Like, I totally knew that was going to happen. Sure. But, like, in terms of which is actually the more important or the more interesting film, it's Anomalisa. But, anyway. How many did you get right? How many did I get right? I think I got 16 this year, which isn't great. Like, I think that's why I got last year, too. Like, normally I'm 17, 18 or so, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, like this was a kind of tough year, and I didn't mm. do well on the uh, the crapshoot categories, like the shorts and stuff, sure. where you're basically just picking just a name because nobody knows what the hell anybody's yeah. gonna choose. <laughs> so yeah, usually what I do, I usually say who I think is gonna win, yeah. and who I want. To win. Yeah, that I I put a piece up on my site right before then where it was that format yeah. where it's like. And a lot of them put it like, what should win, what will win. But like right. for me, it's I just was like, this is my prediction for them, and this is my personal pick. Like, Because yeah. what should win always feels like such a narcissistic <laughs> way right. of putting it. It's like, well, I, I know feel this than... way, and my opinion is infallible. I know but... more about it than you do. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> That's no. why I've made zero films in my life. <laughs> right. It's just like, no, this is what I liked and why I think it it deserves it but you know obviously everyone's gonna be different and it, but yeah then the personal picks were informed by research or like reading into what other people or industry insiders had learned and like the the sheet i have on there has tallies because i was tallying all these different predictions uh other people had to see what like the obvious front runners were in categories versus the ones where it's like kind of a dead heat mm. and so that that's why it was uh, that's why I have all that there. I I do do my research because I com- I compete with my dad sometimes. Who oh. beat me this year? He beat me by one. Damn! But but by just pure luck or a crapshoot on a category. Uh, but yeah, anything else with the Oscars you wanted to talk about? Oh um, do we didn't talk about the Chris Rock monologue? Oh yeah yeah. What do you think of that? I dug it, man. I thought it was great. I like, dug it a lot. Yeah, I I mean if they were gonna do call out the elephant in the room, man. Yeah. Just do it, and Call like it he did it in a way that was respectful to the argument against it, because or against even doing the Oscars. Yeah, uh, but like at the same time, he he kind of you know he blamed Hollywood as opposed to the Academy itself, which yeah. is kind of what I've been saying for a while. Well, and uh, and he actually brought up interesting points, and mm-hmm. like he actually 
brought up both sides of the coin. You mm-hmm. know, like you know, or different perspectives. It's like Jada Pink is, is like this is uh, 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 I mean, my husband's not nominated. I mean, we got to fucking fight for everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean. And he, I, I'm so happy you went after Jada and Spike Lee because yeah, well, I, I like I his joke was Spike really <laughs> really good about that too. It's like, well, you're not coming. You are not nominated. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> what was it about Rihanna? Just like. Yeah, I'd like to be in Rihanna's panties, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not there, but I wasn't invited. It's, like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, because I remember like having a conversation about this, and like people got all weird on me. Yeah, because like I was, because like people are just saying that like studios deliberately just shut out minority stuff, and I'm like, do you think it's that black and white, if you will? I think it app. So, my take is that there's absolutely discrimination in how they how they cast things. Sure. And there are a lot of people who, you know, just by default, either they whitewash things because they're just white and they that's what they know and yeah. they they don't oh they yeah don't realize there's, it. There's but they definitely do it. cases of that. Right. And like I, a, a lot. Of... And I I do think there are absolutely situations too where they cast white people because they think that's more marketable or they think white people won't go see movies about minorities but minorities will go see movies about white people Mm -hmm. i think both those things happen and i think there are major problems there yeah but i don't i i think that targeting the academy for not voting for more like black performances or movies that appeal to black audiences is the wrong way to go about it i think it's Change needs to come from the top there. Like, they need to hire more producers that are women or of color and give those producers... You know, it trickles down then. They'll hire directors that are minorities who will cast their movies to be more reflective of their own identity because that's what you write to. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it can be uncomfortable for a lot of people to write too far outside of their own experience because then you can get criticized for being inauthentic for it. So sure. it's, it's wrong to... To criticize the voters for just doing that and it's not right to really criticize like a writer for writing for white people primarily yeah. it's it's about not giving enough opportunities to creative people of color gotcha. to make their stuff. yeah because I, I brought because i because somebody a long time ago had like studio heads like deliberately do that and i was like i don't know about because like in all Sometimes, fairness I, in, but may i mean there mm-hmm. are cases but i'm talking as a whole yeah because like, let's face it if if a movie fucking it was just Hitler taking a shit for two hours and it made fucking five hundred million dollars. <laughs> There'd be ten of those motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah. No, you're 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 both right. You know. In that case, because yeah, they do do it intentionally. Yeah. But I don't think it comes from. I don't think it usually comes from a place of racism on the or like hatred for other races. Yeah. On the part of the people making the movies. I think it comes from a place of them looking at marketability and believing, like, sincerely believing mm-hmm. that movies about white people are more profitable than movies about minorities. And, and I brought up two points, like, I just, and it wasn't really, like, I felt that. I was just, like, questions that I have that, because, yeah. like, I think most problems aren't black and white. Like, you have to really dig deep to yeah. really solve them. And one that I had was, do black people take chances on different types of films you know what i mean like or or like or different you know races or whatever because mm-hmm. like like even even like chris rock had yeah, that was, month where he goes down to crenshaw like, have you seen did. any of these movies and they're like no yeah and like and i was like okay or and like so that so it's like audience yeah, and I mean, it, it, like, that that was a fun bit, and I mean, you know, it was playing on, it was, like, while it's really, like, talking about, like, race, like, black people, like, these movies, white people, like, it's really more of a cultural divide, where, like, yeah, if you go to, like, this theater sure. in Crenshaw, but, like, you can't really break down race that way either way, sure. it's just that... I. I think there there are there are black people who give white movies way more of a chance than yeah. white people give black movies, and okay. I I think that's probably true just because a lot of white critics and culture people like are ultimately just immediately dismissive of a yeah. lot of movies starring black people. Well, and or like, like, and then that was another one I brought up is, is like the stories because like there's some movie, like there's sometimes like movies are like like there's that movie called like Dear White People. Yeah. 
And I was watching it, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I've heard it's really good. I was like, I fucking watched that trailer, and I was like, I've heard, see, I've heard. Really? It was like, I haven't heard any good reviews. Everything I've heard about it is really good. Really? Yeah. Well, Who did you hear from? Mostly critics. Critics? Yeah. Okay. I don't like, know I've heard it from, like, it. people, like, like it was, I mean, granted, it's mostly comics, and they hate everything. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, like. That's true. But, uh, Especially with comedy. Comics love to dish on other yeah. comedy. Right. <laughs> They're very bitter people a lot of so, the time. And I don't know, this is like, that movie is just like, okay, I get it, I'm awful. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, so, and like, that one, like, the, it just looked cheesy and bad and awful. Yeah. And then you got, like, Tyler Perry movies who are, like, huge. Yeah, I feel like those are complete opposite movies, though, where, like, yeah, like, what, Dear White People is, like, this small independent movie looking, like, that's kind of yeah. angry and, like, really looking at you know, the problems with a lot of white or a lot of movies and the way they portray black people or the way that white people act around black people and mm-hmm. the discomfort there and all that. Whereas like Medea is just like, it's like, okay, this is a movie by black people for black people. So it doesn't really have to be good <laughs> as yeah. long as, because we know our audience and they're going to come out to us either way. It's like a community thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was just, and it was just like questions. I didn't like say like, this is this yeah. is the reason why, and like, and then everybody just gets all weird. Yeah, about whenever you talk, like it's like no, you don't understand. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it's it's like, tough to talk to people on either side. Yeah, of of really sensitive uh, subjects like that. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, that's why I'm asking questions. Right, <laughs> like, right, but like, like a lot of people do look like if you're not a hundred percent on this, then you're against us. And it mm-hmm. happens. It happens with that. It happens with politics all the time, mm-hmm. where people. It basically creates straw man arguments of their enemies to knock it down. Just like okay, you're if you're not with me on this extreme, you're on the far end extreme. Rather yeah. than like okay, I understand what you're saying. Here's some questions I have about that. Yeah, and because like and like that was I guess that was the only point I was like trying to make is that it was not as black and white. Yeah, because like there are a few cases like the Alo- Aloha movie where yeah. like. Emma Stone's an yeah. Asian woman. Yeah. Okay, fuck off. Well, and, you know, um, like, what's the fuck you, Cameron Crowe, whoever cast that film or whatever. What was that uh, Ridley Scott movie you did where they were all white people or the leads were white people and yeah. they asked him about it specifically why they're white people when you know historically they would have been you know oh like, gods of Egypt gods of Egypt yeah. or it wasn't it wasn't gods that that's another one where that happened oh yeah but this is a this is the one he did I think before uh, the Martian but after. Prometheus, maybe I forget what it was called, but it, he flat out said he's he's like, yeah, well, I'm not gonna, they're not gonna fund me to make this movie if I'm it's starring Mohammed or blah 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 or whatever. <laughs> he's like, Hollywood's just not gonna give me the money. I have to cast white people, and people were like really mad at him about it. Why? It's like it's like okay, he, don't be mad at him. Yeah, it, it's like he phrased it in like really dismissive way. But at the same time, it's not his fault if they yeah. won't throw the money at projects starring people of color. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, like, shit like that for sure is fucking bullshit. Yeah. I, so I, I do think it's so a very there, real thing, but I don't think that the motives behind it are just purely people who hate people of other races. Yeah. I think it's a misguided capitalist thing where mm-hmm. people think they'll make more money, even though that's not really right. Like, I don't know. Whenever they do a movie that, like strictly targets a specific group anyway like you know the Medea movies or like really any comedy starring women like they're really that are, that's good anyway like a decent comedy starring yeah. women they're really successful mm-hmm. because there's such a dearth of those types of movies out there that it's like why don't you do more of that like mm-hmm. it, just from a profitability standpoint it seems like a no-brainer but yeah. maybe it's just did that- you say did you say that white people on will take or black people take more chances on white films than I don't think I don't know if it's strictly either way. Like yeah, I yeah. think there are I think I f- there I'm trying to think if you I, did or not. I it's I I think it's pretty I, uh, even but I Okay, cuz I was about to say you got you got to remember all the white people that want to be black. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's I don't know. It, it it on the one hand like it's more likely that a movie that speaks primarily to black audiences will be derided as junk to from a white like critical 
uh, perspective than the opposite. Like, black people aren't generally going around, like, going, oh, these white movies are trash. They're just like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Like, it doesn't speak to me. It's not targeting me. Yeah, and and just all, like, because in one of the arguments that was, because I got in this whole debate a long, a long time ago and just like, one of the art is like, well, I've never been up for a lead role. And it's like, well, neither have I. Yeah. And I look like a 50 sitcom. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, and, and part- so, cause like, I think, you know, like it's just going back to that. I think solving the problem is really finding the root of it. Yeah. And I think just, it's marketability. Yeah. They want to cast and make movies based on whatever demographics or movies that'll apply to as many demographics as they can. Like yeah. the four quadrant demographic is a big part of it where they're and, like And do you think do you think it's the artist or the or the distributor or marketer? I think it's because, usually the studio and or the producer. Because like definitely and like one of the one of the other arguments that I brought up is like um like especially in the African American community they love like gangster flick, like you know. You see, yeah, like they, now they're now they're coming straight to DVD, but they keep. It's like yeah, it's like it's like superhero f- films. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like how many times can we see this movie? Like, yeah, over and over again. But they're probably profitable, and the fact they that they're direct to video is like they don't even have to sell that many to be like profitable. It's not yeah. a genre that you need a lot of money for like mm-hmm. if they can just pump it out and get it out there on the cheap then their return on investment's actually better yeah it's it's weird so and it's it's probably even worse now that like hollywood is operating so much on either like the really cheap movie targeted at specific things or like a hundred million plus movie that targets everybody like so many movies are those hundred million plus things that like they can't they can't afford to like target smaller groups or like feel like they're alienating white people by not making a star, you know, white person. Yeah. Just fucking stupid. It, right. But like, I really, it, regardless of quality, I kind of hope that the Black Panther is a huge success just so they have no excuse. Or they're like, a movie called The Black Panther, you know, starring a black actor, is still successful with all the people who love these superhero movies. Like right. just just so something changes, like it it needs to change from the top, and it's probably gonna have to be driven by profit or people realizing that it's yeah. they can still make plenty of money regardless of the whiteness of their cast. Right. Anyway, <laughs> long talk on a kind of depressing subject that we we can only really guess on anyway. Right. Like one of it's one of those where uh, yeah, like I I realize you know. I'm the white guy they're trying to target. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, target target more people. <laughs> Makes more movies of different perspectives, because those are interesting to me. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's good to have discussions like this. It's good to, like, and that's the one thing I wish people were more receptive of, is, like, that no good ideas can come from anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, like, people are just so... Just so set in their ways, almost. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not how you learn. <laughs> yeah. So, like, ask questions and learn and listen. Yeah. This would have been a good discussion if we actually had, like, a guest who, you know, was yeah. black or of color of some kind. So it's sure. not just two white guys talking about it. But I, I feel like from anybody, like, you yeah. should... It's important to try to, like, actually think these things through and, like, consider from all these different perspectives why, yeah. why this is so awful and offensive and... Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's uh, it sucks. It's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I'd I'd love to see more stories of like people mm-hmm. of different races and nationalities and like and whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much how I learn a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I would love to hear a story about you know, or like see a story about some country that I've never heard of because I'm probably never gonna go there. Yeah. You know. As long as it's a good movie. Yeah, as long as it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, little aside, we uh, when uh, our or our goddaughter slash you know Reba's friend's daughter was in town, we went and saw Zootopia, which uh, is you know it's it's technically like a kids movie. It's Disney released and all that. It's about animals, but it's actually the smartest movie about race relations I've seen in a very long time. Nice. Like it, it's funny that like if you put it next to something like Crash which was, you know, best picture winning movie about racism and stuff. 
Zootopia is way smarter and more nuanced and more Damn. meaningful. <laughs> it's bizarre, but I it's... love I love when like movies are hidden like that. Yeah, like this one, you know, there uh, it's about fucking animals, so there's not like there's specific races in it yeah. or anything. But it's all about the idea of That's, uh... of like coexisting with people who are different or come from different backgrounds and how even though we're like in their case like post predator prey relationships and now like post racism it's quote unquote yeah. like there are still lingering issues and undercurrents and it's not always just in a blatant like i hate this race way it's like people's behavior is often dictated by like things that they maybe feel and like express in ways they don't even notice so like even the hero of this movie can do things that are sort of hurtful to other people and still be a good person who then learns and regrets those things. Sure. And it's not like Crash where it's just like, well, every person has to just use a racial epithet. At some point, they have to say something racist. It's like, no, they, it, it doesn't come out that way. It's not just like everybody's blatantly racist against something. It's, yeah. it's just... And it also it tackles things like how, you know, the public perspective can dictate someone's behavior. So if somebody, like every time they try they're just dismissed and nobody like looks everybody just looks down at them because in, in the movie like their species but in yeah. in our reality because of their race and because of inherent racism then they might start to become the things that people look at them as because it's they see it as their only path and if everybody's mm-hmm. gonna look at them that way anyway then they yeah. might as well lean into it and like yeah. it's it's really smart little movie for kids but yeah. it's yeah only tangentially related, but, uh, <laughs> you know. For sure. Anyway. Well, let's go get a pizza. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a wrap for this week. Had a lot more to talk about than we expected. Yeah. <laughs> so holy shit. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Yay.